JK. <laughs> but honestly, that is the song that should be running through your head when you get ready to call. <laughs> All right, listen, I've got an anecdote ready to go. Is it boring, you ask? No, because I'm a professional. And the way I see life, I mean... Oh, if you could borrow my eyes for just one day, not only would you be looking in the mirror at these beautiful baby blue eyes, but additionally, your POV would be a fucking knockout every single time. How do I do it? Oh, God. Um, First of all, okay, here's my anecdote. Ready? The sound effects are out again today. Just kidding. They're here. All right. Hold on a second. All right. So I was sitting, you know, in an undisclosed location. And I heard outside um, the screech of car tires. And then I heard a dog going like, and then I heard a woman screaming. She was like, no. And I like run out to the street, as does everyone in this location where I am at. And there is a big dog and he's like standing there. He's like half on his back legs, half not. And he's like staring kind of like in shock. And his owner is in like walking clothes and she's like running into like the street, like I think for help or something. And I was just like, (gasps) like it was the darkest scene. Like I, it was just so dark and then I didn't know what to do. And everyone just kind of like started leaving. I don't know. Like clearly the woman was, you know, the dog owner was going for help of some kind or whatever. And then it's like one of those things where just for the next, you know, the rest of the night, let's say, (laughs) you just have this pit in your stomach where you just like feel horrible. Like some, something horrible and dark has entered your, um, let's say hemisphere. So anyway, I was mourning this whole experience and I told all these people about it, blah, blah, blah. Then lo and behold, one day I was walking by where I had seen this happen in that undisclosed location in the window of a home there is that dog wearing a little cast on his back leg. He was wearing a blue cast and he was just like alive. And I just like, you know, like it was like an eighties movie. I like threw my fist at the sky and I jumped into the air, but it did not freeze at any point. I just had that private celebration by myself, just staring at this dumb dog. It didn't even know what was going on. I'm just like, yeah, buddy, you fucking made it, bro. I was like putting my palm on the glass for him to put his paw up there. And he's just staring at me like, Anyway, that's so good, though. First of all, how does your dog get hit by a car when it's on a leash? That's a question for all of us to think about tonight. But anyway, what a great story, Chels. Thanks, Chels. Love you, Chels. As you can tell, there's no guest here today. You know who's the guest? You. So please, in all seriousness, please bring the heat. Call from. Um, hello? Chelsea. Yeah. (laughs) 
Hi, I have a question. What do you do with your black jelly beans after Easter? Well, first of all, I, I didn't really, you know, I grew up, uh, you know, celebrating. My, neither of my parents are religious. Okay, let's start there. Now, we will get to black jelly beans from this, trust me, but we have to go to the wide shot and then I'll explain down onto those little jelly beans. Okay. So, my dad, you know, his family is Italian and he was like, went to Catholic school, blah, blah, blah. My mom's family, who were all more estranged from each other, they were the Jews. Now, I celebrated mostly traditions, not so much religion. And Easter, I have to say, is not like the most fun tradition. Like I get like it's like kids hunt for Easter eggs or whatever, but I always preferred Thanksgiving. That's just me. I know that's not a religious holiday, but to me, I associate same way yeah so anyway i mean i don't eat jelly beans on easter i did nothing yesterday i saw all these people instagramming like i'm at easter brunch and i was like oh shit is that a thing eating stale chips holding myself tightly all i did was eat jelly beans i don't celebrate easter either i'm atheist but me and my kids just sat around eat jelly beans all day but i need to tell you what i do with my black jelly beans um all right well (laughs) <laughs> I save them up for a rainy day, mm-hmm. and then I go find a midget, Mm-mm. and I pay him with black jelly beans to do menial tasks around my house. Mm, bye. I hate midget jokes. That's one thing you should know about me. I hate midget jokes. Like, to me, that's like the hackiest shit when comedians are like, then some midget comes over, or then a clown. It's always like midgets and clowns and hobos. It's like, you know what? Not for me. Now, I appreciate that he took the time to construct a call. I honestly actually do appreciate that he like came to the table like he came at it hard. However, come on. And also, I was just, oh, <laughs> I was going to say something so ignorant. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, I've been watching Game of Thrones, really enjoying it. Um, I'm behind. I've, I got really behind, so I've been crushing episode after episode of season two, which honestly is my favorite way to watch TV, just like one after the other. In Call your, from in your, in your robe or whatever you may be wearing, soiled underclothes. Eric? Yes. What's up, baby girl? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Um, well, what am I talking about a dog that I almost thought I saw get hit and die. And then weeks later, I saw it in the window of a home with a cast on. It lived, Eric. Wow. That's exciting. It was a great moment in humanity. Dogmanity. And talking about Game of Thrones. Don't say anything about the current season. Thank you. I don't know. What do you bring to the table particularly? Well... Uh, I haven't seen Game of Thrones, but I have a coffee-related topic and TV-related topic. Boom. That's how you do it, Eric. One and two. Let's go. Let's move. Um, So I was in a coffee shop, and I heard people talking, one of the guys that worked there say, talking about House of Cards, which I know you're a fan of. I'm only on episode six, Mm -hmm. so don't spoil anything. Okay. But he was saying that House of Cards was created backwards. Like Netflix had all this data from the way people watch shows. Yes, yeah, I heard that too. Is that true? I did Uh, hear that. But honestly, who cares? Because it really worked. 
Like, well, yeah. I just thought it was pretty crazy. Well, I mean, let me. I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to cut you off. For those listening who may not know this, what you're saying, right, is like they research different people's like demographics and interests and what people download the most and created a show based on all those kind of statistics, right? Right. Like they knew political dramas and Kevin Spacey and then they built backwards from that. It was basically like Venn diagrams of interests of the Netflix viewer. Right. I think it's cool, but it's kind of like big brother-ish. I mean, I guess, but why not? Like, why not do that and make a show everyone loves rather than go, "Uh, we're just going to make up something and then cram it down everyone's throat. At least they're going with what we actually like. Okay. You know, that makes me think of a little so, story. Yeah. Let me tell you one little story, then we'll get to your part, oh, yeah, too. So that reminds me of, I was dating this guy. Um, <laughs> I, won't, I won't say anything to indicate who this might be, but it was his name was Denzel. But um, uh, he gave me this present. For, I think it was either my birthday or Valentine's Day. And it was like, I forget the details this was long ago but it was like a little bit of everything it was like maybe it was like some food and then it was like a figurine and a dress a figurine i don't know what that means and then it was like a dress and then it was you know it was all these little things and i was like this is the best present and then later i saw something that he had clearly clipped out of like a magazine or something saying like here's how to get a girl a present and then like laying out like include one this one that one the other and I have to say, I don't think it really lessened it. I don't know. I toyed with it in my mind. Do you think that lessens the gift, the thoughtfulness? Uh, I see what you mean. Like, it seems more contrived and less, like, uh, spur of the... But on the other hand, it's like, I think that's touching that he put the effort in. Yeah, to try to get, like, this great gift. So I I go with that. I'm going to go with option two. He put a lot of effort in. Yeah. That's mostly what I took away from it, but it was kind of weird where you see this little map to the present you got, like where you're like, oh, fuck, I, you know. Right. Anyway, right, right, sorry. Right. This, that was a digression. What was your second? No, it's a great digression. Thank uh, you. second one was just about coffee and Shark Tank. You ever watch Shark Tank? No, I want to see it. I you heard it was really good. Someone was just talking to me about it. And, uh, it great show. Yeah, it sounds really good. Doesn't uh, Howard Stern talk about it? I feel like I remember that. Uh, you don't, don't listen know. to Star. Okay, cool. no worries, no worries. No, for Howard. You know um, I'm a new listener, well, so <laughs> it's a real buzzword for me right now. What's the buzzword? Stern. Oh, Stern. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, one of the products, so that people come and pitch products on the show or companies, entrepreneurial ideas, and one of the people that pitched ideas had warm ice cubes or cubes that warm up like the opposite of ice cubes so they were like oh, electronic but that's julies that hmm. keep your hot coffee hot because how many times do you have to reheat it wow when like does that happen a lot that happens to me a lot you have to reheat your coffee in the microwave and this is supposedly it keeps it at an even temperature first of all <laughs> i don't think you're supposed to reheat coffee in the microwave <laughs> Really? I think that any like coffee purist would frown upon that. You know who I should call is Randy Leadkey. He's like a coffee expert. I, heard, I was just listening to one of your old episodes. You're saying he was like a little nerdy. On yes. The and I feel like if I asked him about that, he'd be like, oh, 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 of course you do. If you're a coffee snob and you like don't drink it in the first 20 minutes, you I think you make out. a fresh pot or something. You have to be rich to be a coffee snob <laughs> in Got short. It. 
But um, no, I don't know. That That's a, interesting because I always do think how there's not enough inventions. Like there's inventions a lot in the tech sector and, imp- and like improvements. But then you think about like, you know, left turns, for example, like traffic. Like there's things where like, There should be innovation and there's none like chairs and tables like they've been the same forever. It's like, you know, or like forks and knives. What if there's a different way to eat? Like, I feel like there's things where I'd be more interested in inventions happening and they don't. So how do you feel about this one, though? Well, I don't know. It's kind of creepy, you know, because I'm trying to stay away from like a lot of chemicals and things. And I'm worried what is in those things. And I also just think the experience of drinking hot coffee, having warm cubes in it sounds weird. (laughs) Like it's like having a cigarette, like there's a whole routine and ritual to it. And I feel like if there was like weird cubes in my hot coffee, it would freak me out. Right. (laughs) I mean, not saying I would absolutely not do it, but I'd rather have a fresh cup of coffee than drink the same cup for six hours because there's weird chemical cubes in it. That's a good point. How do you feel about cake or uh, curing cups? Well, first of all, I feel great about cake. (laughs) Love cake. Now, cake cups—that's like the what people call them, right? Oh, okay. I don't know uh, who calls cake. Single serving things, single serving machines. I just want to know the demographic of person that calls them K cups. K cups? Yeah. Um, there's people out there. I know a few that call refer to them as K cups. That is hilarious. Um, now <laughs> I just can't imagine like who you are that you say that, like, what's your vibe? But anyway, I think that <laughs> Keurig coffee is kind of doo-doo. Kind of doo-doo and why? And why. I don't I know. It's just not that good. But, we used I, to, but I kind of like it in its simplicity, I, but it's like limiting. I feel that you do like it and you're trying to please me by saying you don't. A little bit. You're, you're probably a little right. Yeah. yeah. But listen... I just think that, you know, it first came on the scene, everyone was all amped about it and everyone was having like those, those, uh, you know, capsule Keurig things. We got it at work at my old job and whatever. It just doesn't taste that good. Like I'm, I'm not like, Oh, see, I was not going to go the taste route. I was just going to say it's limiting. Like if you want, I don't know, I think with a brood, you can like pour a little more. This is like one cup or two cups. You can only have. Like, I don't need that much thing. more. I really don't need a huge big pot of coffee. It, to me, quantity is not really my issue. It's more that the coffee just something about it. It doesn't taste like fresh. It doesn't right. smell as good. It just kind of has like a sort of corporate feel to it. And I'm like a crazy artist. So I need that <laughs> coffee where I could like see it being ground up and like packed into the espresso machine. All right. Yeah. Great call. You really, you knocked hey, it out thanks. of the park. Bye. Awesome. Good talk. See ya. See ya. Call from Chase. Chase Bank of banks all over the country. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea. Oh my goodness! I withdrew it's money. Honor to speak to you. Mm, likewise, young Chase. We're talking about dogs. We're talking about dogs that got hit by cards. We're talking about Easter. We're talking about dogs. Yeah, I have two dogs. Okay. I have a big golden retriever named Franklin. All right. Named after Benjamin Franklin, of course. Mm, boring anecdote <laughs> in progress. Just kidding, just kidding. Uh, that was premature, I'm but sorry. it felt so good. 
What's your other dog named? Uh, I have another dog named Katie. She's a... She's about 10 or 11 years old now. That's She's, so funny. That's such a human name. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. She's reached like her grandma years. And mm. she's getting, she's reaching the end of her days. Mm. Yeah. Well, I saw a dog get hit by a car. I heard it. Then I ran out and saw it. And then I thought Recently? that, yeah. And I thought the dog died. And then oh. we, weeks later walked by and saw that dog alive, and my God, was I filled with joy. That must, yeah, that must have been so nice. I was in a car once when my mom was driving, and she ran over a dog. <gasps> and what did she do? Yeah, it was, well, okay, it was right near her house. Um, like she got up, she panicked. Like it was a little dog that lived right near us, so it was like really squeaky and really annoying. But the dog survived, thankfully. Oh my God, so you can just run over dogs and they live, huh? <laughs> I guess so. I guess that's something they have over humans. Now the wheels are really turning in my head. <laughs> I know the possibilities. You can do a bunch of sight gags. All right, well, thank you. Call from Rukmini. What? Where are you calling from, young lady? Uh, Houston. Okay. You sound a little timid. How are you feeling today? You a little scared? <laughs> no, I'm fine. How are you? Why do you sound so downtrodden? I need to really, I'm very sensitive to vibrations. Your vibration is that of someone who's on their, just their last straw for the day. Uh, just doing nothing. Um, Mm. I have a food test for you. Oh, great. Let's go. Okay. Red velvet cake. Love it. Okay. Um, wait, you have to tell me if I'm right or you have to tell me. (laughs) That's a crucial element of the game. Yeah. Correct. Okay, good. Um, peanut butter. Okay, Girl Scout peanut butter cookies. Mm, I like peanut butter cookies, but... I think you're correct because I don't like the peanut butter Girl Scout cookies either. I like mm. Girl Scout cookies and I like peanut butter cookies, but the Girl Scout ones are gross. Well, that's kind of not where I'm going with it, but I, I appreciate your candor. <laughs> um, here's what I feel. I feel like Girl Scout cookies are disgusting, but everyone in America loves them, so I feel like I can't say I don't like them because it's like downright un-American. However, they're all, they taste <laughs> like wax girl scout cookies taste like wax i'm on record and also i like peanut butter cookies but um they have to be really good and i don't want them all the time that's like a once in the blue moon kind of like indian food i'm indian (gasps) i'm sorry (laughs) it's okay i hate you forever it's fine do you love indian food uh some indian food like what's your favorite thing uh, butter chicken. It sounds really gross. No, that like sounds that very orange, good. Orange chicken. Have you heard that? Like it's it's just made with a lot. It's like orange curry things. I don't know. It's hard to explain. No, that sounds quite good. I like some stuff, um, but I just like the spices. It's kind of just a lot sometimes. Yeah, it is a lot. I go to the bathroom constantly. <laughs> and I'm Indian. <laughs> I'm Indian, so like this should not be a problem. That is, is hilarious. Well, I also, don't you think like maybe because I, like I love Mediterranean food. Maybe it's like, you know, genetic or something because I'm Mediterranean. That's what I put you on are? my, uh, I put that on I my tax like forms. Jewish. I know. Well, you know, I think people just assume very simplistic things, but how do you think I got the last name Peretti? Just like I married someone but I just never talk about him. <laughs> I thought that was an Italian name. It is. So why do you just think I'm that. Jewish? Wait. 
So you're an Italian Jewish person who's also Mediterranean? Well, isn't Mediter- isn't Italy Mediterranean? Oh, I guess it is, yeah. Isn't I it cool? Think, like, when I think Mediterranean, I'm like thinking of like Persian people and oil. Really? I think of Greek yeah. people first and foremost. Oh, yeah, that's know, true. I don't know, know why. I have Persian friends who are Mediterranean. That's why. They're twins. We've really achieved almost nothing in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us. It's comforting, though, to know that white people and Indian people know almost nothing about the world or culture. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to take another call. Thank you. You're blessed. Okay. Thank you. Call from Kate. Kate, it's the yin-yang twins. It's the yin-yang twins. It's the yin-yang twins. Yin Yang Twin? Yeah. Nice. Thanks, Kate. I'm out of the loop on that one. I know. Chelsea, have you had mock liver? Ew, mock liver? Yeah, it's the Passover dish, and it does not have liver in it. It's very delicious, and I was eating it, and then I found out what it was called, and I almost started crying. What do you mean? What is it? Okay, so it's like a dip, and they call it mock liver. I don't know why, but then what it is, it's like mashed up chickpeas and peas and garlic and sautéed onions. But, like, they mix it all. It just looks, like, kind of green and brown. Like, it looks really gross. That but sounds like um, hummus. Like what? Hummus. Doesn't it? I mean, that's... Oh, hummus. Yeah, it yeah it's like, kind of like hummus. Well, we love hummus here at the show. I don't know. Awesome. Why is the Illuminati trying to tweet me so much? This I wish it was an actual. I wish I did get a call like this. There's some weird like fake Illuminati account online. I wish though that like the actual Illuminati like sent me an email just like hangy, we want you. I woke up this morning just like craving presents. I just want to be spoiled in life to just be constantly fun. Ryan. Oh, here we go. 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 Ryan, what's up? Chelsea, how's it going? <laughs> it's going good. That's great. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess this is goodbye. Later, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going to call the kid Mero. Call from. Yo, Chelsea. To accept. Who is this, please? Thank you. Yo, yo, we're doing New York Who is this? When, when does your album come out? You have it on speakerphone. You're going to have to pick it up. Oh, yeah, I got you. Thank you. What's your What's your name, sir? All right. Well, good call. What? Well, well. Great character. Should I eat a little trail mix? Oh, <laughs> starving.
call from? Tom. Tom, do you like trail mix? I freaking love trail mix. Cool. Yeah, no, it's pretty true. I'm having some I right now. Chocolate in it, though. Mm-mm. No, no chocolate. You're not a fan. I just feel like that takes away all the health benefit. I guess you're right, but <laughs> it makes it fun. Mm-mm. So there's that. What's popping at HL? Did anyone die in your family? Today, no, but yes. Would you like to inquire further about the trash? <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> I just want you guys, <laughs> I just want you guys to run the show. I think I've made that abundantly clear. Yeah, oh yeah, no it's clear. But you love a tread trail mix, you blaze the trail and I go right with you. Um I'm right with you on that one. Did you celebrate? It feels like a real personal phone call. Hey, do you li- do you like deviled eggs? Um, I do. I I do. I, I went straight back to vegan today. Oh my God! Why? I know, I know. I was vegan for three years, and then I just ate fish one night and the shit hit the fan. But I'm recommitting today, Chelsea. Recommitting. I should do that too, but I can't. You know what I had last night? Half a cheeseburger. I shared it with Gerard. <laughs> I went and did a show, Neil Brennan show in in uh, Santa Monica. I split a cheeseburger <laughs> with Gerard Carmichael, and then I ordered myself mac and cheese as well. Yep. No, that's a winning night. I mean, that's, that's pretty solid. I mean, it was fucking delicious. Yeah. I haven't had cheese or a cheeseburger in like six or seven years. So. Oh, God. I don't, I don't know. I don't pretty. Do you know that I, I had that? Do you know my joke about vegans? No, I don't. Tell me. <laughs> mm, I'm not going to redo it, but I had a joke about vegans on my, my um, Comedy Central Presents, I think. Or, I don't know. Maybe it was on my live at Gotham, but I, I have to stop right. chewing soon. This is going to be a real point of complaint, I can already tell, but <laughs> <laughs> you're just jamming out of my trail mix. It's just, you know, it's a solid Monday. Listen, it's truly so, do you do yoga? Mm, I prefer Pilates. You prefer Pilates? Have you ever done hot yoga? Once. No. I just thought, like, I was really turned off by the culture of the people who go to hot yoga. Like, everyone was... Uh, <laughs> in L.A. specifically, or in general? This was in New York, but I doubt it uh, varies. <laughs> I doubt the hot yoga scene varies that much from New York to L.A. <laughs> Basically, I was in the locker room after the class, and then, like, all these bitches are in there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, um, they're like, did you see Shelby's face? She had so much tension in her face while she was doing the pose. And I was like, are you fucking serious right now? Like, this is a fucking goddamn nightmare. That is a fucking goddamn nightmare. You are damn right about that. So I, I, I was like, je m'excuse or something. I got out of there fast. Also, everyone stinks and is disgusting. I don't know. I'm just not really trying to bond with strangers in that way. Oh, let me see every sweat ounce pour out of your fucking butthole and armpits. And then like, sit like two feet away from you. Do you often sweat out of your butthole? That sounds really personal. And Everyone I does. Don't, I don't, 
I didn't know it was a point of smoke. Like, <laughs> Let me tell you, next time you work out, go sit on a paper towel afterwards. Get the little effort to check like, where my pores extend to. <laughs> then <laughs> send me a pic, tweet me a pic <laughs> of that uh, imprint. Just kidding. If anyone's thinking about doing that, please don't. I'll kill myself. I would rather die. Oh, thank you for my family. <laughs> Seriously, though, there was like this friend of mine had a little cute dog, but it would always like sit on things with its butthole onto the thing. Like it would sit on the couch right on its butthole. I'm like, this is technically disgusting. <laughs> he just wants to know that that's his space and, you know, that you share it. You share that sacred space with him. Look, I'm done with my trail mix. I feel so much regret thinking about how I ate trail mix, but... (laughs) Well, I I think you may be the first person I've ever um, experienced regret within (laughs) trail mix eating. Maybe that's what I'll call the episode, trail mix regret. (laughs) I um, I thumbs up that big time. Thumbs up. I'm a fan. I don't know. Thumbs, thumbs up, up that. that. But I just did some hot yoga. So whatever's coming out of my mouth right now. Oh, my God. I One time I, was, I started seeing someone and we had been like kind of like, you know, talking, but we weren't committed. And then like I told my friend, yeah, we're actually going to be like monogamous and we're seeing each other. And she started crying. And she was like, oh, God, Chelsea, like, I just, like, you've been alone so long. (laughs) And she was just like, I'm just so happy for you. Like, this is so good. And then I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, this is like a cartoonishly comedic reaction to saying that someone likes me, basically. (laughs) And then she was like, I'm sorry, when I do yoga, like... I did vinyasa yoga and it just gets me really open emotionally. I was like, well, remind me never to hang after yoga. But um, really connected, connected mm-hmm. She's just a big open circuit. Does that make sense? I don't know. Anyway, it does. Oh, it does. um, what a great call. You seem like a delightful person. Oh, thank you. I feel like a delightful person. <laughs> That's a good t-shirt. We should get that. The tagline. I'm gonna. I'm gonna TM that shit. Mm, uh oh. <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, I gotta go. Mm. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye. Lady gentlemen, thank you for calling. Call Chelsea Peretti at one three two three nine eight nine two four three five. Also, check out other ferial ferial audio shows such as Twisting the Wind with Johnny Pemberton. FeralAudio.com. Also, are you going to come see me in Austin? I'm going to be there for the Moon Tower Comedy Festival on April 26th with Michael Ian Black, Judah Friedlander, and Brendan Walsh. Back to the show. Just answering some emails. Alberto. Yeah, right. Really? What up? What's your name? Gilbert. Hmm. Hmm. Why does your thing... I have some food questions for you. Okay, but first let me ask you an identity question. your Why does your Skype thing say Alberto is your name? Because I'm dumb, I guess. I don't know. I don't remember typing that. It was like full on with a Euro accent and everything. Got me all excited. With a Euro accent? Mm Mm-hmm. It was like, Alberto. And then it was just you like, hey, it's Gilbert. 
Mm. <laughs> well, I was really fucking. I don't know, that's weird. I'm crazy. Well, you always say your system is garbage. I know. What are you going to do, though? I just always like to keep it positive. Um, I have a question for you regarding Mexican food. Oh, great. Let's go. Green enchiladas versus red enchiladas. Well, I think that really depends, like, place to place, don't you think? I'll tell you one thing. I fucking do not care for mole. No? Nope. It tastes like eating burnt mud. Well, well, where where did you have it? In Mexico? I had it all over town, kiddo. I had it here. I had it there. I had it everywhere. (laughs) I actually just made mole from scratch for the first time like a month ago, and I didn't eat it because I forgot that it only goes good on chicken, and I'm vegetarian. Mm, No, but don't people put it on... Like, couldn't you have made cheese enchiladas? <laughs> I just, like, this is, again, one of those landmark moments where I imagine people falling asleep listening to this podcast. <laughs> mm, but couldn't you use mole on something other than chicken? Let me think. Um, <laughs> then you hear a gunshot go off. Everybody's falling asleep. I'm sorry. No, no, it's my fault. I like to eat, though. That's cool, man. I love it, as you well know. Now, last night I had a half a cheeseburger and mac and cheese. Do you think I'll be dead within a fortnight? (laughs) What kind of mac and cheese, though? Mm, Swingers. Their mac and cheese is so good. It's just like straight up the cheesiest. And then they put breadcrumbs all over the top, so it's got a little crunch. It's got that texture that you know and love. And it's just in a bowl, and it's so simple. Oh, it's so good. That, that Smith & Walensky place has a really good... I think they use truffles in their mac and cheese or mushrooms or something. Mm. Um, that's two and very like different things. And a little things. casserole. Oh, man. Okay, mushrooms are different water. from... <sighs> well, well uh, you have, I'm sorry I'm so boring. No, I mean, you, you seem up. like you have a great spirit. I almost hate to hang up on you. That's cool. But feels like the inevitable thing that has to happen. We had a good run. We did. I'll be thinking of you forever. Bye, Mole, slash Gilberto, slash Alberto. (laughs) The case of the boring caller. (laughs) The boring yet nice caller. You know, all these people always tweet me, oh my God, my dad was like strangled by a bear. I have to get through. And then none of them get through. Someone's like, I so would call, but I don't know who either of you are. Well, do you know what being blocked is? Goodbye, my friend. I've been blocking people like a motherfucker, and it feels so good. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Oh, blocking. I'm hungry. Here we go. Call from Harris Whittles. Oh shit! Yeah, is Harris. Really what? Is this really happening? <laughs> it is. Oh my god! Is this live right now? Harris Whittles, ladies and gentlemen, ladies gentlemen. <laughs> Wait, Harris. Harris. Who, who uh, is anyone in studio with you? No, sorry to disappoint. Listen, no, I, it's fine. I called to talk to to you. Catch up. <laughs> You're so like sinister that I feel like this is an order. 
No, I, I'm not, I'm not sinister. You're the only person in the world that thinks I'm sinister. <laughs> All right. Well, um, listen, I say lady gentleman because the only person who listens to this podcast is one lady gentleman. And what, what's his, her name? Guama. Guama? Mm-hmm. good one right listen Harris what have you been up to since we last spoke at the Writers Guild Awards oh man that's been a while well we're we're on hiatus from Parks and Rec right now you must be Uh, loving it little downtime it's cool I'm I'm sitting in my house right now I'm smoking cigarettes indoors calling you from a landline what year is it am I right who smokes anymore <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Um, and I'm uh, just doing some writing, and mm-hmm. I checked, I checked Twitter, and I saw we could call in, so I'm calling. How's your health? And, uh, health is horrible. It is. Uh, yeah, just in real bad shape. But my parents, my parents got me like a gift certificate to an exercise equipment. Oh man! Store, which I think is uh, an exercise uh, equipment store. So they're saying, yeah. like, not a gym membership, but they're like, you should have equipment in your home. Yeah, basically. And it's been like four months, and I haven't picked anything out yet. Mm-hmm. I haven't even gone to the store. How much was the uh-huh. certificate for? It was it was a, a healthy allotment. It was about twelve hundred bucks. Jesus! Um, Don't they know yeah, how rich you are? Right, but I think that this was more like <laughs> if they give it to me, they'll, they'll know that I'll feel guilty and and have to spend it. Like if right. my own devices, I I'll never do it. No, you would change. spend that alone on French fries in one week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what you- McDonald's breakfast after midnight have really been killing me since they started that. It's so crazy that any adults, you know, like knowing what we know. Yeah. About the human but, body. You know, my, my whole philosophy about life is <laughs> why does anything matter? Right. So, um, but then, you know, I think our whole purpose here is to just enjoy ourselves. So I'm going to eat a sausage McMuffin at 1 a.m. I'm going to smoke cigarettes. But then why I'm do gonna, you, like, work so hard? Well, that's interesting. I, I think that... Thank you. Um, Ultimately, I'm trying to just get enough money to where I I can just do nothing for the rest of my life. For the rest of your life? And, yeah, the rest of my short life. And also, <laughs> I I um I like comedy. I like I like great stuff. It's okay, fun. but how much would you need to make to retire forever? Like, how much would you feel like? Okay, I can live off this. Like, how many millions do you need? I've thought about this. I think I need ten million dollars. <laughs> Ten million bucks to like live comfortably for like another fifty years in like Texas. So if you got that, you would stop working. Yeah, I think there's a good chance. Hey, yeah. someone or give I this guy think. a deal. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, what's your plan? You know, I don't know. You know, I just try to live in the now. I think that your pilot, from what I've heard, uh, was great. <laughs> I. I uh, talked to Dan Gore last night. He said you were amazing on in the scenes, but then also just like on set. He said you were a real firecracker, right? 
What? Yeah, and um, I think that that show is going to get picked up, and I think that like crazy shit's about to happen for you. Well, that's cool, but if it doesn't, this podcast is going to be really embarrassing. Listen, I just think that you sound like Christian Slater. Have I told you that before? That's cool. You have told me that before, and it's the, the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Why don't you pretend you're Christian Slater, and then I'll ask you some stuff. Okay, I can do that. All right, hold on. I need to get situated here. Christian? Hey, Chelsea. <laughs> Christian! I loved Before Sunrise. That was you, right? Uh, no, I think that was um, that Hawk fellow, right? Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, it happens a lot. I get that a lot. And he gets it a lot. And we joke about it when we see each other. Yeah. Uh, fuck, that sucks. That's all I really know. I think the only movie I've ever been in was the one where I had the, the baboon's heart, and I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> was that, like, the main <laughs> point of the movie, is that you had a baboon's heart? Yeah, but this guy, Harris, saw it when he was very young, so I don't even know if he's right about that. <laughs> well, another classic inter- interview for the... Uh, the old vaults. Christian, what are you working on now? Aside from um, your suntan. <laughs> I'm um, I'm trying to get the, the lead part in the new vacation movie. Uh, you know, they're remaking vacation. Oh, no, I didn't. See, this is a really, this is a whole situation because, you know, hold on. Had to, I need a new system to stop playing a sound effect. That would be a great thing to have. We'll get it at episode 85. <laughs> Here, listen. I'm not good at anything, like knowing anything about anything. So, like, this. Oh, no, I know. I know. I know you know. I know you am know. I still, am I still Christian or? Yes. Back? You're still Christian. Oh, I'm still Christian. <laughs> Christian, are you married? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Um, um are you uh are you still a Lakers fan? You know, I'm a fan of just athleticism. Well, that's weird. <laughs> uh, like tonight I'm so going you, I'm going did to you the, see the um the March Madness injury yesterday that everyone's talking about. <sighs> Christian I did. I didn't see it in the moment. I like saw a video someone posted. I mean, first of all, I just saw everyone on Twitter freaking out. They're like, Ugh, what's his name? Kevin Ware or something. They're like, oh, yeah. Kevin Ware, that injury. I've never seen something more horrific. And then I think it was like the Huffington Post or something that posted a video, but it was so far away. I could barely see anything. What I saw was all his teammates on the ground, like in a Grecian tragedy. And then the other guy, like just staring and like, making this crazy it, it was horrific there's yeah in all the videos you can only see like there's one second where you can see him lift his leg and it's just dangling oh like, i did not like, see that he has two knees you know oh 
But then it's like, also, um, didn't he just break his leg? Like, everyone's sending him well wishes and stuff. Like, did you see Kobe tweeted to him and then it turned out it was to a fake ver- t- fake account? It was like Kevin Ware 11 or something like that. And then Kobe was like, best of luck, man, praying for your recovery and stuff. And everyone's like, Kobe? Yeah, why are people praying? It's a fucking broken leg. It's a broken leg. leg. I know. It's so weird. It's like, uh, remember also- when... Yeah. How the fuck do you break your leg just jumping in the air? I know. That's the thing. No one, no one's really asking or talking about the most obvious problems here. Like, A, how do you break your leg just doing nothing? B. I'm not really cut out for sports, I don't think, if you can't jump without breaking your leg in two places. Oh, my God. Speaking of, remember, just remember, Harris, when you said that you could play what was it? You said you could play in the NBA and and one on one. Well, I said I could. I said yeah, I could. I could land. I could hit a three pointer against Steve Blake from the Lakers. Yeah, that's which I, I still think. You still think that? I wish to God I had the power to set that up. Well, at some point in a game, you're going to be open and you're going to be able to take a shot. I can hit a three just on my own. You know, um, and but like what percentage NBA players hit what 40 percent of their shots? I can do that. Right. But I don't know if that like if they're professionals and they only hit 40 percent, don't you think your percentage might be a little lower as a comedy writer? It'll be lower. I, I, if I hit one three, I'm as good as Metal World Peace. Am I right? <laughs> Pray for him. Hey, prayers uh, to all the injured fallen angels. Well, the big thing I was supposed to, I, my whole thing was I could get a hit off a Major League Baseball pitcher. Oh, right. And, and Mike Schur set up that me and Brandon McCarthy were going to have like a hit off. Mm-hmm. And then he got hit in the head and had to have brain surgery. And Ooh. That's unfortunate. Um, but he, he's playing again, so I think we're going to do it. And you're welcome to come cheer me on. Are you promoting yeah. it right now? Well, yeah, sure. Why not? Well, uh, how are you doing? How's your love life? (laughs) (laughs) This is like the perfect Harris call. You're knocking it out of the park. (laughs) Uh, What's on the horizon for you um, in your work life then? If if this pilot doesn't happen, are you going to get back into writing? Are you going to focus on stand-up? Is this for real right now? <laughs> yeah, I haven't talked to you in a while. This is the only way I can get through. That is so stupid. You could call my actual <laughs> cell phone. <laughs> like, uh, are is we your do- number still? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I yelled, rascal. Now, I also I wanted to be a guest in studio. You did. I yeah. I keep asking, and you just won't let it happen. Also, on your live show, I think that. We have good rapport comedically, aside from all of our friendship woes. Well, we'll we'll let people weigh in on if we have good rapport after this call. I mean, I don't know. Is it really popping off comedically, guys? Let me know. Do you think... I think think people are enjoying this. We had, like, a fun, like, uh, faux Christian Slater interview. We talked about basketball. It was good. You know, whereas I more am like, it was all right. You know, but I then was, I don't think it was. Yeah, I don't think we take this show on the road. <laughs> but you know, we'll see. I have gotten really into basketball, so I do want to talk about that with you because I started playing fantasy this year. And I've never once done you have that. Stakes in it. That's how you get into something for me. You know, once you have stakes in it, yeah. 
Or, yeah, like I, I before it was just kind of like I don't really care about who wins or whatever, but then you get kind of obsessive about it. No, I mean, money really drives you. No, it's not money. It's in that it's it's there's it's not a pay league. It's just pride, I guess. It's just the thrill of beating Max Martyr. <laughs> that counts as shouting out Max Martyr. <laughs> Listen, um, I saw a dog get hit by a car. That is horrible. I know. When? The other day. Is it fucking with you? Do you wake up like with Vietnam like night sweats? Yeah, like it really bummed me out. But then, like a week or two later, I walked by a house and saw that dog with a cast on its back leg in the window. Oh, well, that's, that's a happy ending. I know. Killer anecdote. Did you, did you stop to see if it was dead or just hurt or what? Well, a whole group of people had amassed, and the owner was, like, crying and screaming to the heavens. Oh, man. You know, my most fucked up thing I saw in my life is something like that, but worse, because it was a human. I saw, like, a car wrapped around a pole, Mm -hmm. and then I stopped my car and got out as, like, cops and and ambulances are showing up, and then I saw this guy's mom show up at the plane. (gasps) No. and, And... hear from a paramedic that her son was dead and I saw her drop to the ground and yell at the skies and it was like the most jarring thing I've ever seen in my life oh my god my hand was like hovering over the jackpot button and then I was like there's no fucking way (laughs) no no, it was only only horrible and and when you said like she from heroin and when you said she dropped down I was thinking of that song drop down get your eagle Or whatever. And I was like, God, see, this is how comedians are. It's like you disassociate from painful things by instantly, like, just your mind conjures up horrible jokes. Oh, P.S. P.S. This girl, like, I made, like, a very mild joke about gluten, you know? And this girl on Twitter was like, you know, comedians need to stop making fun of celiac disease. And I just wrote back to her and I said, you know what? I made jokes at my friend's funeral. Like, this isn't personal, girl. You know, yeah. Then no, she- I, I think everything needs to be joked about or nothing. There, you can't do that. Yeah, like you know, if you listen to every different person, like, well, I have a peanut allergy, and I don't like it if you do that. And then it's like, well, I'm adopted, so don't make jokes about that. Well, I have, I'm overweight, so don't blah blah blah. It's like, well, you right. know, you basically just have to say this bothers me because I personally have this problem, but you can't tell people not. Ugh, anyway, I, there's no point here to make except for that it was just so annoying and to me. Also, like. Iliacs, that is like the most joke of a disease ever. Like, fuck that girl. I I don't even think science knows if that's a real thing. It's like only people in Silverlight. Yeah, and also, it's a disease. A serious disease has befallen Silverlake. I've been watching so much Game of Thrones. It's like I start hearing everything in like old-timey voices. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched. Uh, watched Don't tell you anything about it. Don't. You. I haven't. No, I haven't seen. Um, I haven't. I'm behind. I'm still finishing season two. But um. Oh. Okay. No, I know. I know. It's like, oh my god, did you hear? My sister has a disease. It's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. What is it? A celiac disease. Oh, like so that <laughs> bitch can't eat pita bread. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing that's ever happened. <gasps> Oh, no. You have um, an offense boundary 
Do you have stuff that you don't you think can't be joked about? I have stuff that I don't like, but I don't have the mentality of telling someone they can't talk about it or telling them that it's like, you know, I don't know because I guess I haven't heard a joke yet where I'm like, this person should be stopped. No, I don't know. Like, I know that some jokes bother me. Like, I, you know, if I'm going on the road and someone's opening for me and they're like, fucking women with their fucking, like, I, I don't want to cuddle you and your fucking gross yeah. pussy when you're old and like, oh, like, blah, blah, blah. And they'll like say all this shit about women where I'm like, oh, you hate women. Now, I don't think it's funny. People in the audience frequently love it. So I'm not going to tell that person you should stop doing comedy. I'm just going to be like, well, I would love it if you weren't opening for me. You know? Yeah. I, I think that um, things are only offensive if they're not funny. I think that any topic can be made funny. But the thing but. is, funny is so subjective. Like, I, I mean, don't you ever have that experience where you're sitting there about to go on stage and you're watching a comedian and their jokes just seem so blah. Like, they seem so unremarkable. Just like and fucking turds and they kill yeah a lot of people well, kill that's why i quit stand up i literally quit because of that reason yeah it's it's just weird it, it becomes so like abstract what funny is when you watch someone like i remember one time i was at caroline's years ago and i kind of had a very mediocre set and then this guy goes up and he starts talking about double-sided dildos and the audience is like oh, like wiping tears like oh well, yeah, I mean, the audience, there are people that don't think about comedy 24 hours a day. Right. You and me are. The shit that makes us laugh has to be different from the shit that makes a housewife or husband right. in, in Wichita laugh. I, I, right. It just really started freaking me out. Like, I can't relate to these people. Why am I going to go so travel and try to make them laugh? Yeah, but, you're like into, yeah. like, Dadaism now with your, with your uh, <laughs> comedy taste. Do you know what Dadaism is? I mean, uh, yeah, it's like, well, yeah, when you're in a writer's room, the thing that makes you laugh is like, the you know. The most fucked up very thing. Very removed from, like, yeah, the most normal right. joke. So, I don't know. I don't know what's funny. Dan Cook is probably, that's funny, right? If a whole Madison Square Garden stadium is laughing that that means that's funny that's what i'm saying that's true of like so many people i mean i i don't like most comedy i feel like i don't know i actually hate comedy you know what i'm into i, I, I think you do yeah what are you into game of thrones Mad Men, house of cards like and so many comedians are into like procedural stuff and like you know murder. Oh, <laughs> murder i don't think any any comedian watches uh sitcoms i don't know why the fuck you would but you know? i used to love comedy like i remember being a kid and being like oh anytime it was like let's go see a movie it was like let's see a comedy you know but i don't even feel that way anymore like it's like the last thing i want to see right well because you see the matrix now you like see mm. behind the curtain and you see how everything is done yeah, and but then like when lose, something once you decide to pursue something, you lose like the the childlike mysticism of it. So it's a big bummer. But do you know when I felt the most childlike excitement? But that was per partially like nostalgia. But when Pee Wee Herman had his live stage show, oh, I felt like that? I was like a little kid. I was just like sitting on the edge of my seat, and I was like, yeah! 
<laughs> and then also um bridesmaids like when i saw that movie i was just i to me it felt so different and i enjoyed it and i felt like i love bridesmaids i had that feeling with mcgruber i still will laugh at that yeah like there's just certain things where you watch it and you do have that feeling again and it's such a relief but it is it's like harder and harder the longer you do comedy where you're like it takes a lot more yeah. to make you like cry laughing or just be totally lost in a movie uh, when's the last time you cried laughing? Well, you you're actually a good laugher, I think. Yeah. It's funny when like people like you and like Paula Tompkins are very funny people, and you're very generous, sincere laughers. It's nice. Sometimes it freaks me out. Like when I listen to the podcast, I'm like, oh my god, I sound like like it's such like sometimes the laughter is a nervous mechanism rather than a genuine reaction, and I can tell when I'm listening to it later when I'm just trying to make people feel comfortable because also people always tell me they feel intimidated, so sometimes it's like either I'm highly caffeinated and out of control, so I'm like doing this like crazy <laughs> adrenaline laugh, or it's like I'm trying to make people feel like it's okay, you're gonna have you know or whatever, but I hate hearing that and it makes me feel like I want to be more quiet man my heroes are the people that don't courtesy laugh i i wish i, I know could that i courtesy laugh all day um, you do oh yeah i can i know you're courtesy if someone attempts to make you laugh and then you just look at them that's like sociopathic <laughs> it just like, stare and blink but, yeah, it's just telling them like you just your objective just then failed. Like you yeah. fucked up. You don't laugh. That's kind of mean. Oh know? my god, this call has been twenty five minutes. That's insane. Uh, oh, remind well, me. I guess you could call that rapport. Uh, <laughs> see you in studio. <laughs> see you in studio. Um, no, I remind me that I need to text you something gossipy okay. about comedy that's really irritating. Okay. All right. Text. Do you listen to Howard but, Stern? Uh, do I listen to Howard Stern? Mm-hmm. No, I don't have Sirius. I don't oh, okay. know where people listen to it, like in their cars, because everyone yeah. seems to listen to it all day. Yeah, I have it in my car. Um, oh, you have Sirius? Yeah, uh, I, or I have satellite radio. I don't know. Sarah listens to it all day in her house, and so does Brendan Walsh. I think like they have some sort of I don't know. I don't know how technology works, honestly. Well, I, I love Howard Stern. I yeah, I just don't have the technology. It's too late. I guess. Okay. Well, <laughs> you already said on record that you don't listen to it, guys. Harris Whittles. Okay. Okay. Well, listen. I just want to say there's certain people whose like opinions are like kind of like gospel to people like larry david or howard stern like whatever they say you know is the truth right i I meant that i like that um so i do like howard stern a lot uh okay well i don't know where i was going with that but this was great well anyway we could talk all night but we don't in our personal lives but anyway all right well thanks for calling the pcast all right thanks for having me keep doing your thing i'm really enjoying it Sincerely. Thanks, Harris. Okay. Uh-oh, looks like we're out of time. Goodbye. <laughs> what an epic call. Okay, let's try one last call. Call from... Shelly. This is the final call. What do you, Shelly, bring to the podcast today? <laughs> um, I have a story... Well, about a study that has to do with when Chelsea and Trico talked about cologne versus man smell. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? 
Yes, caller. <laughs> yes, caller. I'm listening. Yes. <laughs> okay. So when you and you, robot Chelsea, uh, and Tyka were talking about, I think it was the first time she was on, uh, cologne versus just how a man actually smells. It reminded me of this study that I read where um, they had men sleep in a T-shirt for two nights without um, putting Gross. on clothes before they slept. Gross. I know. <laughs> Sleeping <laughs> in a shirt is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but then what? But then um, they had these women... This, they didn't. Women didn't see the men or know anything about their personalities, um, and they had a group of women smell all of the shirts, and just based on the natural man smell, see which one they were most sexually attracted to. Mm-hmm. And then, no, I don't like <laughs> where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, they tested the genetics of the men and women, mm-hmm. and found out that the women, based on the natural man smell, picked the man that they would be uh, have the least likely chance of a genetic deformity if they had a child. Whoa. I know. Wait, so you can just get that test? So that means I could just walk up to any dude I'm attracted <laughs> yeah, to and be like... Yeah, they at CVS. Yeah. yeah. What? No, but... Um, no, but I thought it was really interesting because... Where did you read this I, this test? Fake tests? Are, <laughs> fake tests? Or not? Yeah. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Where, where did you read this? Where did you read this test? Faketests.com? Yes. No, I, um, when I was in college, I had a professor talk about it. And then I remembered it when you and Chico were talking about cologne. And so I looked it up again. You know that all professors do is just feed lies to the minds of the youth to pacify them, turn them into sheep (laughs) in society. It worked. It's called capitalism. Well, Well, so be it, right? All right. So be it. Listen, I don't know. That's kind of cool. I mean, yeah, you. I guess you want to like how someone smells. Some people just have a scent I don't care for. But um, right, I understand. I mean, you because I like. I don't know. Some dude wearing axe or something. Uh uh-uh. uh But that's like, a lot. you brought up cool water, and that's. that's- that's pretty good stuff. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of guys in England wear like crazy acts. It's like a cultural thing. At least they did back when I went to school there. But, um, you know, I don't know. I used to date someone who wore angel. And that was an intense, sweet smell. Borderline feminine. All right, listen. Borderline <laughs> Yes. Uh, borderline feminine. Anyhow, he shaved his armpits. <laughs> we'll figure it out someday. Okay, <laughs> bye. All right, listen, guys, what a series of calls. So many thank yous that I need to send out. I send out um, formal thank you notes now um, to all the callers. JK, oh, I thought of some more wordplay with callers. How about the caller purple? (laughs) Feels like we got a new little thing coming on, and it's going to be caller wordplay. Um, Anyway... Call from John. What do you think of the collar purple as wordplay about collars? I think it's luxurious. Thank you. Bye. All right. Listen, got to wrap it up. I have to go to the game. You know, I was confused. I thought I was going to the game uh, tonight 
with them, but I'm actually, well, I am going tonight now, but then the game I'm going to is Wednesday. Anyway, this is who cares. All right. Uh, I'm, I, every time I see someone's calling, I want to take it, but I keep forgetting that I'm ending the show right now. So, so many thank yous. Please be aware of yourself in space. Uh, just as a little PSA, if you have long hair, don't flip it around. If you have curly hair, don't have it in people's like close to their face. If you're wearing a big coat and you put it over your arm, make sure that arm isn't really close to another person. If you're a guy and you're sitting on the subway right now, don't have your legs completely splayed to where your knees are in the seat of the female passenger next to you. Just be aware of yourselves in space. Also, no matter who you are, do you hate your job? Well, get a different job if you can. And if you don't, give your job your all. There really are so many people just like phoning it in, and we deserve more as a society. Call from Veronica. Veronica? Yes. What's your job? I don't have a job. <laughs> and that's the final call of the sesh. I got to say thank you to Veronica for being the button on an awesome episode. Mm, let me grab the, what remains of my trail mix here. 